Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks with me, my friend, my cohort in all thing podcast crime, Stephanie Wesco. So Stephanie's here. She's come from the house of COVID and uh, pray for her and her family. <laughs> they're, they're getting through it. They're getting over it. Uh, her and the uh-huh. kids, poor little Emmy, right on through. Uh, I think Steffi Hudson and Joe have escaped it. So, but pray mm-hmm. for all the Wescos. Uh, as they get better, I guess Stephanie was just saying, Emmy's getting better. And, uh, yeah, she was yelling at her brothers this morning. So that means Caleb's probably getting better. And, yeah. and uh, it seems like the worst ones to have it are the older two, Daniel and Charles. But that's just the way it goes, man. It seems to hit the older people a little more hard. So keep them in your prayers. So by the time you hear this, they'll probably be through it. But keep them in your prayers anyway. By the time you hear this, we'll be at camp. So we will be at Camp Joy, we'll Wisconsin. Two yeah. weeks from time of sickness will be over. <laughs> and they're over it. That's right. And But I've had to make some tough decisions because I would do anything to be with the West Coast. But we're all going to be together in Florida for a couple weeks, too. But we're trying to get people through things without anybody getting real sick before camp. So there's like this before camp sick and after camp sick. And, sick, and there is a difference, you know. Before mm-hmm. camp sick, sick means maybe camp doesn't happen. So we're... We're looking at that, but anyway, I pray for Stephanie. It's great to have you back. So, Stephanie, how are we? Uh, how are we managing? Are the kids in their best behavior right now? Or are they a little bit uh, knuckleheaded in this? Well, you know, I mean, the little ones are doing. Honestly, the three little ones um, are bouncing back pretty well. Um, you know, they get crabby a little quicker, and so we're just doing more downtime more rest time if they get that way but they're all doing their school and the little ones and they're all um emmy was yelling at her brothers this morning telling them to mind their own business and do their own school work and stop talking and she's she got was spunk, back in, man she's yeah spunk. she was back in full emmy mode so. <laughs> she has spunk man you don't mess with emmy and uh <laughs> emmy lets it known she's not one of these see some girls uh and some guys some boys they're the type of things that roll over, you know, and let things fly by. Emmy is not among that crowd, all right? Emmy's, <laughs> Emmy will not be persecuted without letting people know that she's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. She won't accept it. And uh, <laughs> and I think that's one of the great things about Emmy is she's just, I told Stephanie before, if she maintains that confidence through life, she's going to be one great mom, wife, uh uh, one great <laughs> business lady, whatever it is she calls to do, she'll be pretty great at it because she yep. is, she is real confident and, uh, she's the kind of person you want as a doctor, you know, and, yeah. uh, it just comes in and says, okay, this is exactly what's going on. Just be quiet. And listen to what I got to tell you. This is how we're going to do it. And, uh, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's Emmy. So here and we, if you don't, she'll call you a knucklehead. And that's right. She's very good at calling you a knucklehead and I'm probably going to introduce another word to her vocabulary after introducing her to knucklehead. I probably want to introduce the word bonehead to her. <laughs> so she'll have a, an array of boneheads and knuckleheads uh, at her disposal. 
And that way she can call one a knucklehead and one a bonehead. But anyway, so we have this segment, the not knuckleheaded segment, and it's good to it's good that we're back. You know, we we had snuck Pastor Miller in with, and he was great, man. As a matter of fact, the last uh, podcast these folks listened to were one on one questioning with uh, Pastor Miller, who's just so brilliant and so great. And we had a last week or, or a week and a half ago, podcast wise, we listened to Colton. Uh, give us his testimony. It was great to hear somebody that came out of an alcoholic's home and all those things and mm-hmm. how God used that and let him go through college, Bible college. And he's getting ready to serve as a missionary in the Solomon islands over there by Guadalcanal and, and, uh, probably right in that area. And so from the world war II fame and, and so it was good to do that, but you might be a knucklehead if, as we go through the knuckleheaded moment, and I've been looking at a lot of things cause I wanted to be ready for this, but, uh, you might be a knucklehead if you judge people on their COVIDness and stuff. I'm starting to see things online. Well, you should have seen us when we had COVID. You know, I, I, you know, I couldn't walk or talk for 76 days or something. I don't know. Stop that, man. If you know, don't don't judge other people's COVIDness. Just pray that we get out of this COVIDness. So, yeah, you might be a knucklehead if you try to portray yourself as being more sick, even though you may have been. Just don't do it. You know, move on. Be thankful. It might you got be a knucklehead if you use COVID as as your excuse for, you know, being a jerk. Right. Yeah, you can't. Do or a that. lazy bum. Yeah, and laziness is nowhere near godliness. Laziness is no. next to evilness. I just want to say that. And then, so then we got to the part where we're recommending books now instead of food. And I got a book. I read about forty pages of this last night. A friend of mine named Dennis Blankenship. A pastor sent me this book, and it's named Gentle and Lowly. It's the Heart of Christ mm-hmm. for Sinners and Sufferers. And it was written by someone named Dane Ortland. So O-R-T-L-U-N-D, Dane Ortland, Gentle and Lowly. And it actually, you can get it's a hardcover book that comes with a workbook, but it really helped Pastor Blankenship uh, with his walk. He he told me he considers it one of his uh, uh, favorite books, and he was kind enough to send me a few books, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about each of them. So that's uh, books we recommend right now, but Gentle and Lowly on how you deal with sinners and sufferers. And Boy, that's a big deal, to be gentle and lowly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lesson in this, and there's a great lesson. So we're in Psalm 136. So we were looking at this, and as we talk about it, and Stephanie and I were just talking prior to coming on that... Uh, you know, every every single psalm has a theme or something like that. And we want to start giving you the theme as we go through these things, as we get ready to go into Proverbs, as we talk about Bible chronicling. That's what we're going to do in between psalms and Proverbs. We're going to uh, tear up some verses and talk about how we can chronicle them, save them, learn from them, grow from them, add them to our list. But I think uh, this psalm, what comes to my mind, is over and over again it teaches us that the Lord is king. And, it, and it's like... Uh, it's like the whole psalm thing here. We keep on going through this idea uh, that God is king. God is our refuge. He pursues people to know him. I mean, we're seeing that over and over again. His merci- merciful love and kindness. And, you know, we think about the love and kindness, words used in psalms and words that I'm thankful for. It, it doesn't seem to have an end here in the book of Psalms. So as we've been studying, we've called this study uh, Songs in the Night and talking about, you know, remembering that these are worship, and it's more than that. These are more than worship hymns that we're saying uh, by people to God. 
it was more than that. It became part of people's being and souls. I mean, it just indwelled in their hearts and who they are in their DNA. And that's what Psalms is. And then we get here to Psalm number 136. And, and I like this one. We're going to be going through Psalm 136. We're going to be going through number nine. So verse number nine, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto God of God's. For the mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for the mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that make great things, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. And then it goes on and it says, the moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. So just those first nine verses over and over again, we're learning about God's mercy. So the theme is God is king, but if there's one word, and that Stephanie and I were just talking about, especially out of these first nine or this particular podcast we're going through, I think it's mercy. His mercy mm-hmm. endureth forever. God's mercy. Mm-hmm. This is about mercy. And I mean, reading this, Stephanie, what's coming to your mind as we started banging through Psalm 136? Wow. Well, I see creation here. Um, and this is a praise to God for um, you know, it talks about him making the heavens, stretching out the earth above the waters. Literally, it's like it goes through um, day one, two, and four of creation here. And just, you know, when you meditate on a fact of how good God is, and I think that there's a sense in which when you take time to meditate on his goodness, on his mercy, it will result in you praising him. Yeah. And that's, I think, the point of this psalm of thanking him. You know, it starts out with a praise. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And that's a praise statement. It's a it's a declaration of this is, you know, why we're doing this. And I think the why here is that, that mercy aspect. And um, I was reading through these. Um, I've tried to make a habit of reading through the psalms we're going to cover the next day, um, reading through them and trying to think through them the night before because my mornings are crazy. And um, as I was reading through this one last night, I, it just it made me come back to the fact of how good God is because my mercy level will never be as great as God's is. I get fed up. You know, I, I kind of feel sometimes like James and John where I might be merciful to a certain point, but there's that line that's like, nope you know, God called a fire down from heaven. And it, this reminded me, this Psalm reminded me, God's mercy is so vast yeah, and so big and it's new every morning. It's like he puts a new, a new refresh start every morning on his mercies towards us. And it left me thanking him because without that, I would be, I would have no hope. I would be um, at the bottom of the barrel because that's what keeps you going is his mercy. Yeah, over and over and over again. And, and you know, God's mercy, I mean, it's everything to us. We, we need yeah. mercy in this life. We need yeah. the forgiveness. We need the love and everything that comes along with mercy. I mean, this is something that 
I don't know about you, but people are searching for, they're hurting for, yep. you know, and, uh, and, and here's God's word saying, you got it. No problem. It's yep. yours. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, I just think I, I really like the idea that, you know, what God is and then looking at God as the creator. And I think that's so important. I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that. I, I think it's so important that we see God as the creator. I think yeah. we need to be balanced in that type of position. We need to see God as the creator. If we don't see God as the creator, we're messed up. And, yeah. uh, uh, and just remembering that, and it's not only seeing him as the creator, Stephanie, it's realizing the planning that went into that, the, just the omnipotence, just, uh, uh, you know, the omniscience that the knowing everything, the knowing how we fit in creation, all powerful, being able to create those things to, to make the heavens and the earth. And, and I mean, we could go on with this, but the planning that this is a, this is not a finite God. This isn't a couple things that banged into each other in the air. This is a God who planned out all of uh, eternity, who planned out every one of the planets, who planned out as simple as the lake down the road from my house and your house. This is mm. the God who does that. You know, this, yeah. this is the God who did that. He still can do these things. This is the God who still provides miracles and and, you know, just real quickly looking at a couple of these verses, oh, give thanks unto the Lord there in verse one, his mercy's forever. <laughs> his mercy's not going away, folks. It's forever. Yeah. And, uh, and then it says, you know, is endureth forever again. Give thanks unto God of God's. And, you know, I think sometimes we think about that and we say, well, in that kind of redundance, he's the God of God's folks, there's God's in our life and we need yeah. to have an inventory of what's God in our lives. I really think, and you know, I hate to bring this up, and uh, but I think there's other gods in my life, small g sometimes, and I have to stop. You know, for many years of my life, uh, sports was a god in my life, small g. I mean, growing up in high school, you know, football, baseball, uh, wanting to be a Red Sox star or a New York Giant or whatever the case may be, it was a god in my life. Look, at man, I can have all the money, I can have all this, and uh, that's all fleeting. Our God's mercy endureth forever. Our God is about forever. Our God takes you from, uh, create, you know, your creation, uh, all the way through eternity. And so I think that's really important. Then you're looking at verse three it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords for his mercy endureth forever. So now we're talking about God, but we're also talking about the Lord of Lords. And again, so we're, we're going down maybe a different level or maybe, but again, pointing out the point that there's only one Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's only one God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. Then it goes down and it says, to him who alone doeth great wonders for his mercy endureth forever. So uh, he just, it just endureth. It just keeps going to him that stretched out the earth above the waters for his mercy endureth forever. He stretched it all out. He put the earth in. Thank God there's earth above the waters and we're not floating around uh, on some survivor type of game. And to him that made great lights for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day for his mercy endureth forever. I'm so thankful to have the sun. I'm thankful to have temperatures and control. The moon and stars to rule for the night for his mercy endureth forever. So over and over again, he's pointing to these things of creation, Stephanie. He's talking about the moon and stars. And so lately, the it's it's we're leaving summer. And lately, as I've walked, and I've walked a little bit earlier over the last weeks today, I couldn't because of the rain, but I like that early morning walk. 
as does Stephanie and her kids. Stephanie loves to walk early morning. And so I take an early morning walk like around here. Usually lately it's been before 6, 5.30 or something. And, man, everybody's lights are off, and you get down this road a little bit away from the houses, and, boy, the stars, it's like you can reach up and grab them. But when you stop and look at those stars and understand that God designed everyone, the perfection mm-hmm. involved with them, how far away, how they're burning, how we're seeing the reflection of them thousands of years later, or however many light years it has to go through, I really don't understand it that well. But I'm glad I serve the God that does. So how do we apply all this? We're giving thanks, Stephanie. We're talking about him being our creator, the God of gods, the Lord of lords, the, uh, creating the earth we live on, uh, giving us the lives we have. What do we do with this? Wow. Well, I think it should bring us to a point of dedication. Yeah. Um, when I look at this, I see, I guess I see something that um, is missing today, and that is um, if you look at God the way that just just from these first nine verses, it should leave you on your knees before the Lord saying, God, you're worthy of my praise. You're worthy of my worship. You're worthy of my admiration. You're worthy of my life because only God could create the world. Only God could. I mean, when you think about the universe, with this, the sun, moon, and stars, you know, and, and that little phrase in Genesis, and he made the stars also. I mean, God summed up a universe that we can't even fully comprehend. We have studied, you know, the humanity has studied for years and years with, with telescopes and all of these, you know, all this equipment now, and they still don't, there's no end to it. It's so vast, and God is so great. He's so powerful. He could sum it up in those few little world, words of he made the stars also, and if, if that's the God, who has given us the privilege of knowing him, of walking with him, of, of living with him forever. Yeah. Isn't he worthy of our, of our praise and of our worship and of our service now? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think when you put things into that type of perspective, you know, the, this great God we served, uh, you know, the God of, uh, of all creation, but also the God of our creation, and the God of our future, the God of our past, the God of everything with us. And somewhere along the way, putting things into perspective, like Stephanie's talking about in the discipline, in the dedication, in the wanting to serve more because you realize who God is. And I think that's what Psalms is all about, too, is pointing to this wonderful God who's created us, made us, who gives us life, who gets us out of snags, who puts us in the right place, who sends us to the right place. I mean, I think over and over again, we're dealing with... um, as Christians, man, this is a great God we serve. And, mm. uh, you know, how great thou art, I think, is uh, coming to my mind. And So we've asked Stephanie today, to, we still don't have, we have the CD done, but we haven't been able to get the copyrights done. We haven't been able to get the songs in the right order. And so we're still working on that. So I've been going back and forth. So the songs on the new CD were complete as of 10 o'clock last night. And so I'm trying to put them in order and make sure that they're typed in properly. So if they're encrypted, when you play a song on your radio in your car, uh, an encryption will come up and, and say the song and who's performing it. Sometimes it may have the authorship on it. I use, I don't think it has it at that level, but it does at the level you're buying it. And of course we are, um, we are going to copyright these things. So Stephanie, can you give us a verse? I think how great thou art is public domain, right? Well, I was actually, <clears throat> our family has a scripture song to verse one of this chapter. Do it. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. 
Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy and your rest forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks, folks. He's good. And why don't you give us the chorus, I think, of How Great Thou Art. Can you mm. do that from memory? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's more if my voice will do it. I've still got frogs sitting in there. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art. And fantastic. Thank you for doing that. Now, I wanted to bring up a couple questions that you guys have been asking over time. I wasn't able to fit everything in, but I think between Stephanie and I, we can take these next two minutes closing up and talking about them. And somebody wrote me a question. They had got saved. Uh, uh, they heard about us through the podcast, listened to the podcast. We were able to share the gospel with them. They were able to go to a church and, and they were asking a question uh, if we believe that uh, immersion baptism is part of a church membership thing. And I want you to know that I personally believe that. And uh, I believe it's a step of obedience. And uh, uh, I think the Bible talks about getting saved and, and getting baptized. And it shows the whole world. It's not part of being saved, Stephanie. And, and I'll give Stephanie a minute to talk about this particular question. It's not part of being saved, but it's every bit of a part of showing the world that I'm stepping out and following the Lord in obedience by joining this local church and yoking up with them and I think God honors that. What do you think about baptism, Stephanie? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, there's two there's two ordinances given to the church that are to be signs of obedience that are that God set them up as a part of the church um, of us displaying to each other and to the world that we belong to Christ, and that is baptism. And then we have communion, and um, I think, you know, the Bible very clearly teaches that baptism is a clear part of, um, not that it doesn't make you a part of the bride of Christ, okay, when you're saved, you're a part of the church in a universal sense, but, you know, when you look at the book of Acts, that, you know, the people being baptized was the, was the precursor to a church being planted, yeah, and so it's a it's a local church ordinance. So as what, right. exactly what Stephanie's saying, your your baptism and uh, the Lord's Supper, as many call, including me, communion, are both ordinances that are given to the local church to do with the local body of that local church, and uh, so it allows you to yoke up with them. And it's in a much bigger sense, like Stephanie was saying too. It you're walking out in obedience and you're showing folks that hey, I'm part of this. And uh, mm -hmm. so thanks for the question. So do I think that it's a good idea for you to get baptized into the membership of the church? And not only do I think it's a good idea, I think it, I think it brings honor and glory to God. 
And uh, so go ahead and do that. So, Stephanie, anything you want to close with in the next 30 seconds or so that you want to say to the peeps? Well, I would just say, you know, take time today to meditate on who God is to you and to just take time to rededicate your life to him again and say, Lord, if you could create me, I know you can take care of me and thank him for his mercy. Amen. There it is. Listen, we love you folks. Again, we always say this, but it's true. You honor us to let us come into your homes and do those different things, come through your radio. So uh, listen, just know that uh, we're praying for you. Know that we're available on Helpful Wounded Spirits. And uh, probably by the time you listen to this, we're down there at camp, at Camp Joy, Wisconsin, I think is right. I think that's where we'll be. And uh, when you're listening to this, so just pray for us while we're there. And we look forward to getting back and talking to you all very soon. We hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.